0: A reading from the Word of God, taken from Exodus chapter 6, reading verses 2 to 13. Here begins the reading, and God said to Moses, I am the Lord. I appeared to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob as God Almighty, but by my name the Lord I did not make myself known to them. I also established my covenant with them to give them the land of Canaan, the land in which they dwelt as sojourners. Moreover, I have heard the groaning of the people of Israel, whom the Egyptians hold in bondage, and I have remembered my covenant. Say therefore to the people of Israel, I am the Lord. I will bring you out from under the burdens of the Egyptians, and I will deliver you from their bondage, and I will redeem you with an outstretched arm, with great acts of judgment. And I will take you for my people, and I will be your God. And you shall know that I am the Lord your God, who has brought you out from under the burdens of the Egyptians. And I will bring you into the land which I swore to give to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. I will give it to you for a possession. I am the Lord. Moses spoke thus to the people of Israel, but they did not listen to Moses because of their broken spirit and their cruel bondage. And the Lord said to Moses, Go in. Tell Pharaoh, king of Egypt, to let the people of Israel go out of his land. But Moses said to the Lord, Behold, the people of Israel have not listened to me. How then shall Pharaoh listen to me, who am a man of uncircumcised lips? But the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron and gave them a charge to the people of Israel and to Pharaoh, king of Egypt, to bring the people of Israel out of the land of Egypt. This is the word of the Lord. Page 621, Psalm
1: 114. 621, Psalm 114. I'll read the first half of the verse, and you respond with the second half. Hallelujah. When Israel came out of Egypt, Judah became God's sanctuary. The sea beheld it and fled. The mountains skipped like rams. What ailed you, O sea, that you fled? You mountains that you skip like rams, tremble, O earth, at the presence of the Lord. Together, who turned hard rocks into a pool of water? and flint stone into a flowing spring. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit.
2: The second lesson is taken from Philemon 8 to 21. For this reason, though I am bold enough in Christ to command you to do your duty, yet I would rather appeal to you on the basis of love. And I, Paul, do this as an old man and now as a prisoner of Christ Jesus. I am appealing to you for my child Onesimus, whose father I have become during my imprisonment. Formerly, he was useless to you, but now he is indeed useful, both to you and to me. I am sending him, that is, my own heart, back to you. I I want to keep him with me so that he might be of service to me in your place during my imprisonment for the gospel. But I prefer to do nothing without your consent, in order for your good deed might be voluntary and not something forced. Perhaps this is the reason he was separated from you for a while, so that you might have him back forever. No longer as a slave, but more than a slave, a beloved brother, especially to me, but how more to you how much more to you both in flesh and in the Lord so if you consider me your partner welcome him as you would welcome me if he was if he has wronged you in any way or owes you anything charge that to my account i paul am writing this with my own hand I will repay it. I say nothing about your owing me, even your own self. Yes, brother, let me have this benefit from you in the Lord. Refresh my heart in Christ. Confident of your obedience, I am writing to you, knowing that you will do even more than I say. The word of the Lord.
3: Morning, everybody this is an old song I believe you know it so you might probably want to sing along with me I've been scorned by a neighbor who my treasure I've been deceived. By a friend I held it And sometimes I wanted To give up When I remember My Lord is still near Another hill And sometimes a mountain Another road with rocks To hurt my feet But when I know the Lord He walks beside me I can make it there'll be no retreat I suffer the loss of a loved one and I question why it happened to me but through prayer I found the answer, it was all quite plain then to see another hill and sometimes a mountain, another road with rocks to hurt my feet. But when I know the Lord, He walks beside me, I can make it, there'll be no retreat. Another hill, and sometimes a mountain, Another road with rocks To hurt my feet But when I know the Lord He walks beside me I can make it There'll be no retreat I can make it There'll be no retreat.
4: Begin this morning with a story I came across in my own study of the stories of our Bible this week. The people of Israel have faced many challenges, one of which was a tribe of the Philistines. The Israelites and the Philistines fought against one another a number of times. Within one such story of battle I found mention of something, of something we hear often in relation to the gospel. The good news. One such story within 1 Samuel chapter 31 gave me the starting point of my sermon today. It begins here. The next day, when the Philistines came to strip the dead, they found Saul and his three sons fallen on Mount Gilboa. They cut off his head, stripped off his armor, and sent messengers throughout the land of the Philistines to carry the good news to the houses of their idols and to the people. Here we see three key words we have seen in the gospel stories given to us in the books of the New Testament. The good news. The good news. Here we see the sharing of the good news is very much like the proclamation of victory. One king has triumphed over the next. One king is glorified in the victory. The strife is over, the battle done. Now is the victor's triumph won. Oh, let the song of praise be sung, hallelujah. Words I have borrowed from, from hymn 182, sung during the celebration of Easter. The good news is to be shared with the people. The people are called to live their lives now in light of the change in order pronounced within the good news. The lesson here is that the good news is not about momentary celebration and then resumption back to the normal routine. The good news shared amongst the peoples calls for, in each of them, action. They are called to live their lives in a different way going forward. For the new order created in the victory, in the victory one, has created such a space, such an opportunity for living different, for living a life differently. Now in the case of Saul's defeat and the apparent defeat of the peoples of Israel, the change in order celebrated did not last. For God had already pronounced David to become the king over the Israelites. And in God's timing, David will rise to his calling. David has already glorified God in his defeat of Goliath, a warrior and champion out of the camp of the Philistines. David will glorify God again through his living out of his calling. Our lesson from the Old Testament book of Exodus presents us with another telling of the good news it is the Lord himself who delivers the good news first to a servant Moses whom he has called to deliver the message say therefore to the Israelites I am the Lord and I will free you from the burdens of the Egyptians and deliver you from slavery to them I will redeem you with an outstretched arm and with mighty acts of judgment. I will take you as my people, and I will be your God. You shall know that I am the Lord your God, who has freed you from the burden of the Egyptians. I will bring you into the land I swore to give to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I will give it to you for a possession. I am the Lord. The good news proclaimed that day, I will. I will save you. I will deliver you. I will keep my promise. I will be with you as your God. The good news is to be told in Egypt, let my people go. This telling of the good news is unique. The victory has not yet been won. But the message of the good news begins and ends with a statement of the source of the good news. I am the Lord. The good news delivered is both a testimony of what is to come and of the character of our God. The message is true. The outcome, certain, for the Lord has demonstrated himself to be all-knowing in his understanding of the people's suffering the lord has demonstrated himself to be merciful and loving in his willingness to respond to their condition of suffering that the lord is righteous will be demonstrated in his judgment to come that the lord seeks relationship with his chosen people israel is acknowledged through his remembering of his covenant promise given first to Abraham. That the Israelites are called to live differently following God's deliverance of the promise of the good news is indicated through the promise of life in a new place. From living within a place where they are the possession to a new life in a new place they themselves possess is a certainty for the Israelites. The Lord himself will win for them the victory. Here the telling of the good news anticipates the victory which is to come. Here the telling of the good news calls forth within the hearer of the good news hope. The good news delivered here when fulfilled will glorify God. The peoples identified by the name israel would be witness to the good news revealed before them the waters of the red sea were held back as they crossed over on dry land the strong arm of the lord was seen in action the people of israel once liberated were called into a relationship defined not by the bondage of chains and hardened hearts of the king of Egypt, but as a people united through the act of a merciful and loving God, who in the same moment called them into relationship with him. The peoples were called to live as a people shaped by the liberty won for them that day. The truth of God's redeeming work of liberation was to be taught to all generations which followed. The good news was not simply to be received. The victory of the good news is to be remembered always. Going forward, life of the faithful was to be lived in light of the good news received. To these people were given God's word as instruction for them and how they are to live. Liberation is not to be a one-time event of celebration. It is meant to shape life today, tomorrow, and onward. They were called to live as a people liberated by God. Our lesson from the Gospel of Luke presents us with another telling of the good news. It is the Lord himself who delivers the good news first to his people identified by the covenant within the familiar setting of the synagogue and before a familiar crowd within a place of common understanding the good news is is given by jesus of nazareth son of god the good news proclaimed that day by the lord himself was this the spirit of the lord is upon me because he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor, he has sent me to proclaim release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to let the oppressed go free, to proclaim a year of the Lord's favor. The good news proclaimed that day, I will, I will save you, I will deliver you, I will keep my promise, I will be with you. The good news is to be told in jerusalem and abroad let my people go this telling of the good news is also unique the victory has not yet been won but the message of the good news begins and ends with a statement of the source of the good news the lord each sign performed by jesus each healing each miracle gives his own testimony of the good news of the kingdom of God come near. Again, the good news delivered is both a testimony of what is to come and of the character of our God. The message is true. The outcome certain, for God, as revealed through his only Son, will again demonstrate himself to be all-knowing in his understanding of the people's suffering. Through Jesus, God is to be revealed to all as merciful and loving in his willingness to respond to their condition of suffering. That our God is righteous will be demonstrated in his judgment to come. Through the work of Jesus, it will be revealed to all the good news that God seeks relationship with his chosen people, which shall include the willing among Israel and all others willing to turn to him through his only son, our Lord Jesus. The covenant promise given first to Abraham shall now include those willing to be disciples of Jesus. The faithful in their entirety, all who have turned to Jesus and through Jesus to God are to be included together in the call to live differently in response to God's deliverance of the promise of the good news. From living within a place where they live under the control of an empire, with its earthly king, the Emperor of Rome, to a new life guided by a righteous king, peace is a certainty for those pieces of certainty for the faithful choosing to follow the guidance and example of our Lord and Savior Jesus. The Lord Himself will win for them. The victory. Here within the gospel the telling of the good news anticipates the victory which is to come. Here the telling of the good news calls forth within the hearer of the good news hope. The good news delivered here when fulfilled will glorify God. The final battle for our liberation was fought for us by our Lord and Savior Jesus. The final victory God has won for us through his Son and our Lord Jesus is victory over sin. In raising Jesus from the dead, God triumphed once for all over a form of bondage humanity repeatedly places on itself. The unique bondage of sin We willingly place ourselves in due to our own choices, our own unwillingness to live our lives with God as our only focus of worship. Due to our resistance to follow in the life example of Jesus, a life shaped by character of humility and mercy to one another, that day God himself boldly declares, he has a last say. Soon after, The good news was spread through sightings of our risen lord jesus himself continued the work of proclaiming the good news before passing on the work to his disciples to the church we should pay particular attention to the fact that freedom won for the faithful by god is freedom which offers to the faithful guidance in their future lives together To the israelites emancipated from egypt was given god's word as their instruction to all the faithful willing to turn to god through jesus it was from jesus and god's word that instruction was given emancipation day was monday gone august 1st and on this day we either witnessed or were part of the celebration of emancipation, Emancipation Day is a day when slavery, when the Slavery Abolition Act of 1833 became law across the British Empire. Emancipation Day marked the end of the official. Sorry, emancipation Day marked the official end of the practice of slavery of African people and their descendants within the Caribbean, Canada, and other places in the world. Emancipation Day could perhaps be viewed as a step towards dignity and wholeness for millions of people. The event of Emancipation Day is an event worthy of both celebration and remembrance. We are reminded within such an event of the gift of restoration through through an acknowledgement of our shared humanity. Perhaps we are reminded of the many persons Jesus himself restored to wholeness within a time frame of his earthly mission. But the larger question is what do we do with our emancipation? Is it just a celebration for one day out of the year where the next day and onward we return to the bondage of the daily routine and stresses? Or are we called to do more? We are called to live as a people freed from our bondage. We are called to live as a people within the kingdom of God. For the good news of the gospel was given by Jesus himself. Good news within our Bible story is always the declaration of a victory won, a new reality to be embraced and lived today, tomorrow, onward. Good news proclaimed within our Bible story is not a thing celebrated once and then forgotten till next year. It represents a new tomorrow, distinct from the bondage and suffering of yesterday or even today. It represents a new hope, a promise kept, a trust rightly earned. the good news of the gospel is fulfilled in and through our lord and savior jesus through jesus we are transformed from living from jesus we are transformed from being subjects living in bondage to living as friends through our willingness to be disciples of jesus i'll close by saying this the good news proclaimed within the gospel is a declaration of victory. The victory is sure when he who gives the assurance of liberation is the Lord. When a man or woman, queen or king proclaim emancipation, it represents an easing of the bondage placed upon a people. Perhaps the chains come off. But are the oppressed peoples restored to wholeness? when our Lord and Savior proclaims emancipation, God is declaring his victory. Those emancipated by the work of our risen Lord Jesus have good reason for joy, for they are indeed liberated from the things which enslave them. They are also blessed to the accompaniment of our triune God, revealed in Father, Son, and within us as Holy Spirits, Jesus walks with us following his victory because God is all-knowing. Our loving God gives to the give to his faithful the commitment to be with them as he knows we face challenges in our everyday lives which can easily ensnare us and return us to states of bondage in different forms. Our gospel lesson reminds us how we choose to our gospel lesson reminds us how we choose to live as emancipated peoples is as important as the celebration of emancipation itself. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.
5: strength of love, so mightily spread abroad your spirit, that all peoples may be gathered under the banner of the Prince of Peace, as children of one Father, to whom be dominion and glory, now and forever. Amen. Paragraph 11, for peace among the nations. Almighty God, or oh Heavenly Father, guide the nations of the world into the way of justice and truth, and establish among them that peace, which is the fruit of righteousness, that they may become the kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Now onto page 81. We'll do paragraphs 20 through 25. 20 for the unemployed. Heavenly Father, we remember before you those who suffer want and anxiety from lack of work. Guide the people of this land so to use our public and private wealth that all may find suitable and fulfilling employment and receive just payment for their labor. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. 21, work. O God, the creator of all things, who made us in your own image, so that we should seek joy in creative work, we give thanks for your creation and for those whose work brings joy to others. We pray for those who find their work hard and dull, and for those who are unemployed. Help us to order our public life so that everyone may have the opportunity to work, and may find satisfaction in doing it. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. On to page 82, paragraph 22. For those who influence public opinion, Almighty God, you proclaim your truth in every age by many voices. Direct in our time, we pray, those who speak where many listen and write what many read, that they may do their part in making the heart of this people wise, its mind sound and its will righteous. to the honor honor of Jesus Christ, our Lord, amen. Amen. For the future of the human race, number 23. O God, our heavenly Father, you have blessed us and given us dominion over the earth, over all the earth. Increase our reverence before the mystery of life and give us new insight into your purposes for the human race, and new wisdom and determination in making provision for its future in accordance with your will. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, amen. Number 24, for the victims of addiction. O blessed Lord, you minister to all who came to you. Look with compassion upon all who through addiction have lost their health and freedom restore to them the assurance of your unfailing mercy remove from them the fears that beset them strengthen them in the work of their recovery and to those who care for them give patient understanding and persevering love amen the final paragraph, number 25, our homes and families. Heavenly Father, whose son Jesus Christ, born of a woman, sanctified childhood, and shared the life of an earthly home. Bless the homes and families of our nation. Give to parents a true sense of responsibility in the care and training of their children that our boys and girls may grow up in the fear of your name and the fellowship of your church. For the glory of Christ, our Lord. Amen.
6: Good morning, church. Welcome to all to this wonderful church service today. Do we have any visitors? There are no parish events scheduled for this week. Next Sunday, the 10th Sunday after Pentecost, Holy Mass would be at 7 a.m. The bulletin this month is sponsored by Quincy and Kamara Prentice in observance of their wedding anniversary. They give God thanks for this for his many blessings. We do appreciate the support shown for the church by the continued sponsorship of the bulletin throughout the year. We extend heartfelt thanks to all those who played a part in the service this morning as well as those who assist on a weekly basis in the preparation of the church for worship. As we pray this week, please remember the sick and the housebound, as well as those who may be in any pain or grief. Their names are listed in the bulletin. We extend sympathy to Derek Percival and the passing of his mother, who lived in St. Kitts. And also to Joseph Stanley who also lost his mom. In our prayers this week, let us remember our Bishop Ernest Fleming and all other diocesan servants. Readers for next Sunday are as follows. Old Testament lesson, Eureta Percival. New Testament lesson, Helena Leibird, Intercessor, you will be contacted by the Secretary. And notices on its web. We say congratulations to all those who are celebrating birthdays and anniversaries this week. On Tuesday, 9th August, Archdeacon Percival and Florin Williams. Wednesday, 10th August, Sonia Doerr. Thursday, 11th august Jimian manners and friday 12th august mavador all those who are celebrating this week you may come forward to receive a blessing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
4: Live into the glory that you would have each of us live into be. We pray and we give thanks to your blessings now and always? And we pray for we pray for their joyful celebration of their birthday today. And we pray for their guidance. Son, stir us with such love towards you and each other, that we may gladly share whatever you have blessed us with. And direct our lives that we may use all that we are and all that we have, life and strength, influence and love, money and time, for the relief of the world's sorrow and the building of your kingdom here on earth as it is in heaven, through Jesus Christ our Lord. 好
1: For and 603
4: they fulfill everything that you'll call them to be it is you who is glorified we ask this in the name of our risen Lord and Savior Jesus Christ
1: two hundred and thirty-nine.
4: Make right use of your bountiful goodness through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Go in peace and serve the Lord.